Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Welcome to 2004 Podcast Odyssey. I'm Javon Gordon. With me, as always, is my co-host, Bobby DeFore. And today, yes, we're doing 1982's E.T. and 1984's Indiana Jones. In the Temple of Doom in our Spielberg retrospective. Um, E.T. the Extraterrestrial. Yes. It's the full title, if you were unaware. People know what I mean when I just say E.T. It's E.T. Was E.T. like a, a phrase for extraterrestrial before E.T.? It's just like a shortening of the word. Uh, okay. I don't think... Yeah, pro- people probably said yeah, E.T. Okay. <clears throat> Um, I will say, uh, our main character here, not E.T., but the the small boy that finds him. Elliot? Elliot, They yes. say his name like 14 No, I know. I, I was just alluding. Yeah. I was like, you know, you yeah. know, let us introduce the plot. Uh, does seem to be a fucking genius, though. Like, has a substantial understanding of, yeah. uh, like... Um, Other ways, he's a whiny little kid. Yeah, but. space travel. Also, uh, he has this concept of dignity that he wants Gertie to, like, allow E.T. Yeah. Um, which is crazy for this, like, eight-year-old to have any understanding Because he dressed them up dignity. in girls' clothes? Yeah. He also is, like, he's a boy. He, like, immediately is, like, he's a boy. Yeah. No. We don't know that, though. We He just kind of says that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, yeah. yeah. There's no proof. He didn't, like, was, how the fuck is he going to know what the genitalia looks like? Exactly. You know, like... We've seen him naked, yeah, he's making for during the movie. You don't see anything there. We, as far as we know, ET's uh, species could all just be like the same. Yeah, no well, gender differenti- differentiation. Uh, but like they, uh, also aliens don't necessarily have to have their junk between their legs like us. Yeah, you know, like who knows where it is? Maybe it, that, maybe that red <clears throat> shit. Yeah, maybe it's just in his chest. Yeah. yeah, maybe they like asexually reproduce. Yeah. Maybe they just, like, grow a new one. Yeah. Or maybe... Uh, I feel like every riff about what E.T. species has been done. Yeah. I'm recalling, as I watched the movie, I was recalling a, a uh, robot chicken sketch where mm-hmm. it shows E.T. <clears throat> after returns to his home planet and he's a loser. It's a joke. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, that's probably why they left him. I remember that one, actually. Yeah. yeah. Um, E.T. also looks like looks a lot like Wally. I mean, Wally's based on E.T. That's what I'm probably. saying. Probably. Yeah. Um, it's not like it came with it independently. Yeah. Uh, so, I, I do really, we didn't find any information on this, but I definitely feel like they used some props from Close Encounters. I do think the alien ships look slightly sim- similar. Symmetry? Sim- similar. Yeah. I, I'm watching a cat trying to do something it's not supposed to so I don't think um, I don't think so I don't think they look similar okay I think it's a very different looking 
Because that's more mm-hmm. of a huge grand thing in Close Encounters. Yeah. Good point. It could have been one of the ones you, flying, though. E.T.'s, like, um, no. I don't think the, even the ones flying look like that. I think E.T.'s, yeah. I think E.T.'s, uh, species ships look like potted plants and shit. Uh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> let's talk about the, let's just go to the plot. It's a very simple plot. Well, really quick, well, uh, this is kind of, uh, it kind of is, is the beginning of the plot is, what are they doing on Earth to begin with? Looks like they're just collecting. Like scavenging? Yeah. Or something? Yeah, that's shit. what I thought too. Like, like plants and shit? Yeah. That's what it looks like. And, uh, which makes sense, I guess. If I think he takes a plant. Planet. He takes a plant with him. He takes the potted plant that Gertie gives him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which, you know, maybe he has an understanding of sentimental shit now. I think that the... But also, uh, but also no, because no, I think it. Ha- I think E.T. had that understanding prior. I think he now has the sentiment for his human friends. I don't... I don't you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <clears throat> like, I don't think that's an alien oh, yeah. concept. I think that's, that's just true, because he wanted... He needed to return. Yeah. But also, he's getting sick if he didn't return. Yeah, he, like... Something about Earth environment's not healthy for E.T.'s. I guess. For E.T. as a... He's, like, good for a while until he goes out on his own and fucking winds up freezing in the lake or whatever. I think maybe he was already... Maybe he was already kind of sick. Yeah, yeah he, he didn't can, need to go. get a flower petal falling off. Yeah. The flower, so... Yeah. That's his life bar. And Elliot says, and he looks kind of sick. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, not, not Elliot. Uh, Michael. Mm. Elliot's older brother. Yeah. Uh, I I didn't really understand, like, when E.T. starts getting sick, that Elliot got sick. It kind of seemed to me that uh, E.T. gets sick, and then all of a sudden... Elliot's in a hospital bed when the, the feds come and, like, start investigating in the house. No, he's sick when his mom finally sees E.T. Oh, God. He says it. Uh. We're dying. <laughs> uh. We're both sick. Damn. Okay. I can't believe I missed that. I don't... Okay. We'll get... We'll, we'll get to this. Okay. This thing that I don't understand how you not get. Yeah. <laughs> but we'll get there. Okay. Let's get to... Let's talk about the plot. E.T. Okay, so... A, an alien species comes to planet Earth to, like, mm-hmm. scavenge for, like, shit or whatever. For scientific research. Yeah, and then, or like... plants to fuck. Either G-Man... Shut up. Just shut up. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I don't even like that joke. <laughs> uh, but then, like, G-Man, like, government people, okay. or just, like, alien... People who would search it for aliens or whatever. Just fucking hobbyists. Yeah, they catch them. Yeah. And they're, they, chase, they chase them down... To the ship. Yeah. All the other aliens get back on the ship and they, <clears throat> and they get out of there. But IT is left behind. I imagine it being G-Men. Yeah, uh, I G-Men. Particularly because, like... They're the quiet threat of the movie for, they, like, up until the last Yeah. Night. They would find the ship, like, on radar. You know, they would, they would yeah. find it in the skies. No focus on, like, in Close Encounters where they get a lot of focus. Yeah. They, like, it, it's interesting like um that people are searching for et we get no real explanation until like you kind of realize it's the feds or or you know uh but i wonder if that's like a uh sort of something they steered away from for the kids oh what what do you mean instead of like introducing how boring it would be potentially yeah yeah i think it's how it's yeah 
No, Close Encounters is not as explicitly made for children. Yeah. What rating is that? PG-13, something like that, probably? Uh, it was, I think it was PG, probably. Uh, yeah, yeah. The These 70s. ratings had different meanings. Yeah. Like, then, this is yeah. PG, technically, and uh, they say shit. Michael says shit. Yeah. Um, you know. So, uh, and they make uh, penis breath. Yeah, that's called penis breath, yeah. Yeah, so uh, PG means nothing. Yeah. Like it does nowadays, back then. It nope. Didn't. Um, but yeah, I probably assumed that all the showed a bunch of government procedural shit and it's more focused on the feeling of childhood yeah to, to yeah, be yeah. like a child because uh, E.T. is kind of like a stand-in for a lost child or a kid that's lost its way yeah a kid that doesn't know what's going on I mean well Michael explicitly is like young Spielberg you mean Elliot yeah sorry damn it Elliot yeah yeah he, he's Spielberg's really good at painting himself as like some fucking protege because <laughs> uh if Elliot's a stand-in for Spielberg, he painted Elliot like a genius. Because he did the makeshift uh, communicator? Yeah, well, Elliot didn't do that. But Elliot realizes all the shit that he's trying to say, and... Well, yeah, at that point, they're neuro-linked. Yeah, yeah, but he also has a concept of, like, dignity, like we spoke of. I don't think dignity is that weird of a concept for a child to have. At if like the parents explains it to them. Yeah, okay. What do you mean? <laughs> maybe, maybe a... a don't have the context of his good parents because uh, it's just something you don't think a kid would know like i don't think it's that weird for a kid to understand the concept of stupid. dignity uh did you understand the concept of dignity at eight i can't recall what i recall today really okay <laughs> I, I only recall like one thing uh from when i was eight it's what? sad i don't want to talk about it did you fuck something no all right it's like legitimately sad. I remember a couple of things from being eight. Both are sad, actually. All right, run down the mood. Yeah, um, that was hard, and now I'm soft. <laughs> um, but then uh, ET's like run off. Meanwhile, in the San Fernando Valley, where I'll, where this is happening, which this is happening near. Yeah. Um. In a big, gigantic suburban house. Uh, what's the family's name? Do we get the family's I name? I don't even think they give a last name throughout the film, dude. Well, look it up. I've been trying to figure that one out, too. Um, I'm just looking at this. I gotta see if there's a family name. Taylor. They're the Taylors. Oh, they're the Taylors. Yeah. Okay. Alright. Well, maybe. Well, at least right now, they're the Taylors. They might go back to the mom's maiden name. Oh, you think that's the dad's name? Yeah, oh, yeah, it is the dad's name. This is a traditional nuclear family that just got broken apart. They take the father's last name. Yeah, maybe. I, I, that's, like, most... You don't know at the end of the movie the dad didn't come back to the family? I guess. You don't know? Just comes back, uh, apologizes for cheating on the mom for yeah, years. Yeah, running off at his secretary to whatever. Mexico. To Mexico. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, we'll get there. Uh... It's like a game night. A bunch of teen, um, the eldest brother Michael's having playing D and D with all his buds, but yeah. his youngest brother Elliot wants to play with them, and they're like denying him and shit, and they're being yeah. teenage douchebags, and uh, they make him go get the pizza. Yeah, and he they picks probably them. had no intention of ever letting him play either. It seemed like they were gonna let him play. They were like trying to deal him in. Oh, okay, and, maybe. Yeah, uh, but. Um, 
So while it, when he goes in and gets the pizza, he sees the light in the tool shed, and he goes to check it out, and he thinks it's the dog somehow yeah. turned the light on, or somebody left the light on. The dog's in there, uh, so he like throws the he is walking through the yard, lays the pizza down, and he lays the pizza down in a really bad way. Yeah, come to find out, he's a um, kid. Yeah, he's. They a probably kid. shouldn't have sent a kid to get the yeah, pizza. Yeah, no, you shouldn't send a kid for the pizza. Yeah, uh, which they weren't even supposed to order in the first place. Nope. And uh, so. Uh, goes, he gets the pizza, he goes towards the tool shed, and he sets the pizza down, uh, there's a mitt and a ball, like a baseball, in the yard, because there, there's, like, three kids that live there, so it makes sense, yeah. and, um, so he picks the ball up and throws it into the shed, and then the ball gets thrown back to him, and that's when he freaks the fuck out, because, yeah. uh, the dog couldn't do that, yeah. the dog would just come out with the ball, yeah. uh, so he runs back in, tries to tell everybody that, you know, there's something out there. Uh, and then the mom and all the teenage boys run out there, and they just see tracks. They just see, like, footprints. Yeah. That they can't figure out, really. Um, and then they don't believe Elliot at dinner the next night? Yes, the next night. Um, <clears throat> and then that's where we get... But Elliot's become obsessed with trying to figure out what that was. Yeah. Um, and, well... Yeah, this is a very important dinner scene, too. Yeah. Because his family's denying him. He's all sulky and mad about his family not believing him about mm-hmm. there being something out there. Uh, his brother's, like, simultaneously giving him shit, but also just trying to, like, saying, like, reasonable shit. His brother, it's not like a bully older brother, for real, for real. Yeah. He, gets, he may give him a little shit, but he's, he's just like... Yeah. Yeah. I, he's honestly he's being a good brother because yeah. they're going through the separation and shit yeah. of his of their parents and um, they're talking about Halloween and what to be for Halloween and his mom's like maybe uh, they that's how the conversation starts yeah. and then they're like maybe you should call your dad about the um, big scary monster that was outside or whatever yeah and uh, he's like I can't call dad he's in Mexico with Sally yeah that sets his mom off yeah um and she then goes to the sink so, to like avoid her kids seeing her cry yeah and Gertie the little sister asks where's Mexico yeah and then uh, with the Lucky Land Slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine but we're just gonna circle up here a while and uh, get lucky <gasps> No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um, played by a young uh, Drew Barrymore. Yeah, who's who's like a ball of charisma when she in the film. Yeah. Uh, she's cute. It's fun. Yeah, yeah she's a cute very performance. Fun. Very cute. Uh, she... Very annoying. Yeah. <laughs> little kid performance. Not like annoying annoying, but it's like, yeah, realistically a little kid performance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
But like, plays con- like is very comedic. Yeah, it's very funny. Somehow, then her first scene, she kind of just keeps on repeating what other people say. Yeah, in her first scene for the most part. Um, and, and like kids do. And, yeah. and uh, uh, I was actually mad at Elliot in that scene. Why? When he upset his mom. Oh. I was agreeing with the brother. Oh. What you think about other people? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you gonna do the dishes? <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, turn to Tony Soprano. Go do the fucking dishes. Uh, and his mom like pops off. Act like a fucking Farouk. She, she's upset uh, by the mentioning of the father, and then she's also upset that he's in Mexico and he hates Mexico. Yeah. The father apparently he was not a fan of Mexicans. Mexico. He hated Mexico. Uh, he always told, "Don't go there. Don't drink the water." He said one day he'll become the governor of Florida. <laughs> uh, he'll combine forces with the governor of Texas to kill any immigrant who enters the country on the border wall. Uh, are we going to build a border in Florida? Huh? Are we going to build a border in Florida? No, but this is like, this is something he's openly stated. Not, it's something the, tex- the governor of Texas is already doing. What? Which is like straight up getting quite violent. <clears throat> Just like trying to kill anybody who enters the country and they're saying it's because they so to prevent the cartel from importing fentanyl to the country no. though we know the real reason <clears throat> no because we know the imports of the cartel probably like we probably have an understanding of where the import like where the cartel is operating and what they're doing and how they're doing it maybe yeah. you know? we know some of the places we probably don't know all the places yeah but we'd be able to tell whether somebody at the border is working for the cartel uh, or not because yeah. odds are the people working for the cartel are already here yeah with the fentanyl yeah cause they got through yeah cause you're gonna figure out real quick if they have fentanyl fentanyl if it's poorly, instant death drug if it's poorly uh, concealed or something don't look it in the eyes <laughs> If you look at fentanyl in the eyes, it'll kill you. Dude. You know how many cops we lose? <clears throat> to fentanyl? On, on body cam every year. <laughs> who die instantaneously uh, from looking at fentanyl. <laughs> I wish more cops would do fentanyl in massive amounts. Yeah. <laughs> like, they, cops should just be binging fentanyl. Yeah. It's good for them. It makes them stronger. It yeah. makes them better at uh, being cops. Yeah. Uh, protecting the people. We, sh- we should spread that. We should yeah. spread that it benefits the police force. We should join the police force. Join the police union. Yeah. Become the, become like presidents of the police union and be like, we we need to all start doing fentanyl so we can get inside the minds of the criminals. Yeah. <laughs> and just the addicts and dealers. Uh, you, your your plot line becomes beating the fentanyl addiction. Uh, as you ruin the police in America, or bring down the police in America. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So cops listening to this, start doing fentanyl. Start doing fentanyl for cops. your own for your own health. Good, uh, good cops do fentanyl. Yeah. Um. Back to the film. A calf. All cops are fentanyl. All, all cops. <laughs> a a a c d f. <laughs> All cops do fentanyl. Yeah. Uh, but, um. Uh. God, I think all cops should die. Yeah. I just wish they would. Uh, so Elliot, um, disappointed that everybody, uh, 
doesn't believe well, it. So, actually, so we get the scene where he's at dinner and everybody, uh, nobody believes him. Uh, but beforehand, he's out searching. Uh, this is the, the next day is when they're having this scene at dinner. But the day before, uh, the, that day, he goes out and uh, after school, I'm guessing, or on the weekend or whatever. Yeah. And he goes out and he just leaves like a trail of Reese's Pieces. Yeah. Um, yo, real quick, do you say Reese's Pieces or Reese's Pieces? I don't really care. But does, do you do the both? Yeah. Probably, yeah. I, is that common? Yeah. So what people look at? Because I always felt dumb once I realized it wasn't Reese's Pieces. Reese's Pieces. Ah, uh, it doesn't matter. I just always called him that as a kid. It's yeah. Fun. Um, it is fun. Also, Reese's Pieces are the shit, man. Yeah, they're quite good. That fucking, that's the best method of delivering peanut butter to your face. Yeah. Um, man, I had a pizza last night. That was literally... Tasted like, better when I put the Reese's Pieces on. <laughs> the, the crust was really interesting to me, because it was, like, barely crispy, but, like, you real soft. order it from? Uh, it was Pizza Hut. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's the one. It's the place. It's the, uh, yeah, it's the closest one here. Yeah. And, uh, I got the Big New Yorker. The Big New Yorker? Yeah. Yeah. It's their New York-style pizza. Gotcha. And, uh, this, the crust is real, like, crunk, it's, like... Got a little Christmas to it, but it's like really limp. You know? I said, got a little Christmas to it. Ooh, it's got a holiday flavor to it. <laughs> it tastes like eggnog. I, I realized that's it, like how that sounded too as it was coming out. But uh, so like I was like, this is really the crust on this pizza is just a tastes like tinsel. <laughs> tastes like straight tinsel. <laughs> you know, it was weird. It did. It was garnished with mistletoe. It's beginning to taste a bit like Christmas. <laughs> you know, it was July last month. Yeah. <laughs> so Christmas, you know, was just around the corner. Or we're, we're just around the corner. It was just just We went around the corner for that Christmas. Corn, that corner that we just passed. Yeah, that's that's the phrasing. Yeah. <laughs> um I'm holding the cat at squirt gun point right now. Yeah. Cause he's about to do something that's gonna be annoying. Motherfucker likes to put his front paws and like pop his head over the fucking T V. Yeah. That's four feet off the ground right now. Yeah. On the stand. Fucking gonna topple my TV over and ruin my goddamn life. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. That would ruin your life. Could you imagine? You are unemployed right now. Yeah, I'm unemployed. I have... The only other screen I have is my phone or my laptop that yeah. barely works that yeah. we're recording this on. I would have no means of consuming media. I'm so glad I don't have... Uh things that hop on things they hop on like like captives and shit yeah but they're not like trying to knock over shit yeah yeah I mean otherwise there's that other dog and they're loud and annoying yeah they're not rude they're not actively ruining they're not rude yeah (laughs) they have some sense of the quorum uh I thought my dog's table manners (laughs) when they eat at the table dude these little guys my dog pees in the toilet oh (laughs) Like, uh, like, uh, what's his name? Bruce Almighty's dog. Oh. Uh, you ever uh, seen Bruce Almighty? I don't remember that from Bruce Almighty. So one of the first things he does as God, teach a dog how to pee. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, yeah, because he's having, yeah, I kind of remember. Yeah. The, like, sort of the intro is him having trouble getting his dog to, like, pee yeah. outside. Okay. It's been a while since I've seen Bruce Almighty. I saw that shit in theaters. 
No, I didn't, I didn't see it there. Yeah, I saw a bunch of movies from that era. In the I thought that's how the cookie crumbles come from that movie. Oh, really? And I use that phrase forever. Because you thought it was from, that's crazy. Yeah. Did you ever see Evan Almighty? Yeah. Not as good. No. It's nowhere near as good. No, no, it's good. Uh, I, I refused. I was like, this is fucking stupid. You can't have a new god. Yeah. You can't have a new embodiment of god. It's for, uh, it's before, um, what's his name? Steve Carell. Uh, decided I'm gonna I'm just do drama acting. Yeah, it was I before guess, he, I guess I'm not made to be a comedy movie star, yeah. so I'm just gonna do drama acting. It was before he put his face in the pancakes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> put my fa- put your face in the pancakes. Get to work. He really did, like, somehow create a, a really good phrase for a, a The most iconic, the most iconic movie poster of all time. Uh. <laughs> that really is a... Movie posters forever stuck in my head. Yeah, the poster. I'm a fan of that one. Um, where'd the squirt bottle go? Give me that squirt oh, bottle. Shit. Give me the squirt bottle. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I made a face. <laughs> uh, dude, it's it's interesting. I um, so I thought one of the cats is was uh, trying to hump me. Yeah. But turns out some cats just actually like knead or make biscuits. Uh, with their hind legs. Uh, he just also, when he zones out when he's making biscuits, yeah. he sometimes gets an erection. <laughs> so, like, I thought he was, like, just in, like, heat, basically. He was just in horn dog mode. They had a cat once that, um, it got on its legs, on its hind legs. Yeah. Just stood up on its hind legs. Yeah. Bit me over. <laughs> Put his head back. <laughs> We're all full. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Uh, Started hunching me just aggressively. This one, the one that keeps jumping on the TV, he, uh, he'll stand up on his hind legs sometimes. He'll like sit and then he'll like just lift his front paws up and oh, like shit. attack that shit. We had to stop that dog. I had to stop that cat from um, coming in the letterbox. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Stop standing over the litter box. Go off. Uh, <laughs> uh, but dude uh, would just It would in stare at you as it Yeah. <laughs> as a shirt. Like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Did you ever see the cat's face just look completely blank? <laughs> just, <laughs> just horny shit. Do you do like you know, you know. Do they jerk off? Like do they masturbate? I don't know. They fucking we're talking about children's movies. We're talking about children's movies. Yeah, we gotta get back to this. <laughs> I, man, I don't even know if E.T. is a children's movie. It is a children's movie. Uh, you can still show it to a child. I guess. Maybe I have to explain, don't do jokes like penis breath. Yeah. Maybe, you know, don't force uh, your childhood on your child's childhood. What? I'm saying it's a bunch of old people showing their kids E.T. because they grew up with it. It's a good movie. Alright, okay, alright. It's good. Yeah, I, I liked the movie. It. I, I did enjoy it. Yeah. I really, uh, this movie, dude, the opening sequence is so gorgeous. Yeah. I was in immediately, and I was like, this would be amazing if I was a kid yeah. in the 80s. Like, going to see this in, uh, going to see this in theaters would have been amazing. This movie is way prettier than, than Temple of Doom, <clears throat> which Temple of Doom has sure. pretty sequences. Yeah, but Temple of Doom is so fucking dark, and the sets... 
look a little set like they do they look you know? very set like you can tell their sound stages yeah like when they're even in... with all the expressive lighting he's doing you mm-hmm. can still tell this is a set they yeah. look small yeah you can tell how small they small. are it looks small and it looks like painted and yeah. fake backgrounds you and see shit. the mats and shit at least with et they if they used miniatures they went out of their way to make a lovely scene yeah. Or, you know, if they were on a set, the set looked realistic in the way that they filmed it. I don't think they were on set stuff. With the, it's filmed entirely in, in like... The intro huh? is what I'm saying. The Like, the opening sequence where we see all the little ETs oh, that's scavenging, set. that has to be a set. What, on the, on the spaceship? Like, when they get off the spaceship. But No, we, I think there's a scene on the spaceship. I think that's... Well, the spaceship's also set. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> oh, but I, I. Eventually. You could kind of tell that they were like doing the lighting to hide the puppeteers in the yeah. first sequence. Yeah. Um. Because you see them running. Yeah. Shit. But still, it was gorgeous. Yeah. Well, I thought it's because it just looks pretty. I don't think they're just doing mm-hmm. it exclusively to hide the puppeteers. Um. Well, uh, you almost have to. You know, at but, the time. Well, well, I'm saying like a uh, a set like that and a, a shot like that. It, that's you know the way the lighting looks. Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, Eventually, uh, ET show reveals himself to Elliot. Yes. By uh, Elliot sleeping on a hammock outside, outside in the backyard. Yeah. Comes out of the. Step into the world of power, loyalty. And luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Raj hands <clears throat> Elliot a, a fistful of his uh, Reese's Pieces. Um, like, I guess he's like, oh, these are, like, I found a trail of these. Yeah. Maybe I should return them. That's kind of, in, it's interesting. Yeah. E.T. does that and doesn't eat them. No. <clears throat> um... And then, uh... It's a polite agent. <clears throat> Elliot brings him in. Um, does he immediately show him to, uh, Michael and Gertie? No. So he hides him, at least overnight. Then he fakes being sick, right? Yes. To stay home with it? Yeah. When, I actually like the way he shot, though, the scene of him faking being sick. What do you mean? Like, the way the camera moves during that sequence. I don't remember how it moves explicitly. He's got the, he's got the, uh, thermometer in his mouth. Yeah. Is he convinces his mom? She leaves the room to grab something. Mm-hmm. Uh, we see the camera move. We see him grab uh, his like like lamp. Yeah. 
and then he puts the puts the thermometer on the on the lamp yeah, to heat it up. Hole. Yeah. And then he moves it back, and we see the mom open the door. Just the way the camera smooth moves during that sequence, I uh, like that. Um, I just thought, you know, that was that's kind of fun, smart thing to do as a kid. Yeah. Also, that's like a teenager move, not a a child move, you know. Fucking god, dude! I just, bruh, they really tried to establish Elliot as a genius. I don't. I think he's yeah, he's a, a intelligent kid. I don't think he's a fucking genius because yeah. he knows what dignity is and because he t- he tricked his uh, mama to think he's sick. Meanwhile, uh, Michael's fucking up the Audi. Uh, yeah, like backing it down the driveway. He's trying to learn how to drive, which is you utilized later in the movie. I think that was foreshadowing. Yeah. 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 Because uh, he's never driven and he's never driven forward. He's only driven in reverse at that point, which is like a thing when you're learning how to drive when you're actually like a kid. So, um, so he's showing ET. We don't get ET's name for a while. They don't even try to name him or anything. Yeah. Um, I'm, I still don't actually remember how they came to the, the conclusion that his name was ET. Uh, one of Michael's friends or somebody's making fun of uh, Elliot at the bus stop, oh. or when they first get off the bus at school. And they're making fun of uh, no, the spaceman. They're getting on the bus. The oh, kids okay. are getting on the bus. So he says that he's a spaceman, and they're like, oh, you mean an extraterrestrial? An yeah. ET? Oh. Uh, and then once he come, once Elliot comes home and Gertie's taught him how to talk, Yeah. Uh, he says E.T. Yeah. And that's where the name starts. That's where oh, okay. they named him. Yeah. Uh, which is all... Uh, no, that's that's a little bit ahead. Uh, so he shows uh, shows Michael when he gets home from school. Well, yeah, but he's showing ET all of his stuff. He shows him his Star Wars licensed action figures, which is like you know, cute little illusion. Yeah, still bark to his best friend Lucas. Yeah, it's fucking lame. Uh, all right, <laughs> and, uh, weird. He makes him a, a a childish meal of a sandwich of chips and coke. Yeah, um, makes a mess of the house in the process. Yeah. Hope he cleaned up that milk that he spilled. Who? Elliot. Oh, he spilled milk. Yeah, uh-huh. dropped the milk. Uh-huh. He got he got startled or something to drop milk. Uh. Shit. And uh, then Michael gets home. He shows Michael. Uh, Gertie runs in, sees him, and screams. Yeah. And uh, Elliot Michael explicitly makes a mess of his room because yeah. he knocks over his shelves, which I think was real when he saw the puppet for the first time. Oh yeah, I think uh, that's what the Wikipedia page says. Yeah, no, I wrote down that. Yeah, uh, I was acting uh, like I didn't know what you were talking about. Um, and then Gertie uh, says something, and Elliot immediately asserts that he's a boy, which is like a, a fun little—not really fun, but it's a interesting to look at because it's a, a yeah. masculine film yeah in a way um just like inevitably you know, it's masculine yeah dude you know he's a Zilberg's a man yeah and it's told from a character that's pretty much a representation of a young him yeah uh this film was inspired by Spielberg uh math, making him an imaginary friend after his parents divorce yeah which his parents Either when he found out, the, this work actually—I can't—I don't know. This work actually know before anybody else that his parents were 
Did his mom cheat on his mom? I mean, if the Fablemans is true, then yeah. That could also be, be self-mythologizing itself. Yeah. My filmmaking ability gave me the ability. Uh, he I, also, I, like, you know, was a lot older. Yeah. In Fablemans. Like, if he was 18, if he was, like, 16, 17 years old. He made up a, an imaginary friend. friend. Yeah, that's a problem. No wonder he turned out to be a filmmaker. God damn. You built a fucking imaginary friend. Oh, maybe it wasn't before. Was it, maybe it wasn't because of parents' divorce. Maybe it was some of the distance he got in his family. Who knows? Maybe. He imagined an imaginary friend because he, he had uh, felt distant with his father. I mean, and they I, bring they bring divorce and separation into the yeah into the movie. I uh, I mean, I had imaginary friends, but I wasn't. I didn't make them under stress. I I never had imaginary friends. Ever? I was a daydreamer. That's it. Oh. But I understood that I was daydreaming. I understood that I was making shit up. I I was aware of the concept of imaginary friends. Yeah. And that's when I became... That's when I developed an imaginary friend. No. Oh. It wasn't like a thing I came up with. It was uh, based in knowledge of other kids doing it. Oh. Which was actually a lot of shit that I did as a kid. Yeah. It, which is really interesting because you don't think about these concepts uh, having that context, you know? Yeah. I like being able to use concepts and context in a sense to go to Alright. Um, yeah, I, I remember trying to come up with an imaginary friend after I watched the uh, Powerpuff Girls episode with their imaginary friend. It turned out to be a villain and they beat him up or something. Yeah. That makes sense for a, a Powerpuff Girls plot. And so, uh, here we go. So... Michael and Elliot are, uh, Elliot's, like, kind of aware that he's, like, uh, from outer space, and he tries to, uh, show him where he's at, so he grabs an atlas, and he, uh, points to California where they are, and, uh, No, he didn't know that. Elliot wasn't aware that he was an alien. He doesn't learn he's an alien until, until he's showing them, like, where, their home, California, and yeah. Earth, and everything. And then he opens the book up, and he like he says, "I'm from there," and he's like pointing home, like he's, oh, he oh, then that's when ET realizes home. Yeah. Okay. And then that's when they bring out the globe, and then the astronomy book. Yeah. And when they're looking at the astronomy book, <clears throat> are these like just fruit? What that he makes the planets out of? You talking about? <clears throat> are those just fruits? What are you talking about right now? When E.T. makes the, like, planets float around and shit. I thought those were clay balls. Yeah, but where the fuck's the clay? I don't know, it could just be clay balls. No, there's no... Like, there's... We don't see any clay balls. Or anything. I think I they're just remember. shitty props. I don't think they're fruit. Well, there's no they clay on the table. They might be toys. I know, but, like... I don't think they're it fruit. It doesn't add up, man. It doesn't it just matter. It like shitty props. It doesn't fucking matter. Because I thought they were clay balls, too. Yeah. And then I realized, oh, those clay balls are supposed to be the fruit that... I don't think they're supposed to... I don't think they're fruit. I don't think they're supposed to be fruit in front of them. Does it have a plate of clay in front of them or play doh or anything like that? I don't think that's a fruit. Or we don't get any introduction of a science project being made or anything. Do you need an introduction for everything? 
God damn. I need to understand. You need characters to say explicitly, I'm doing this. I, I need some, I need no, no, some no. explanation let's, of let's let's get Let's get to something that annoyed me okay. when, that you didn't All understand. Right. The Nero link between uh, Elliot and, and uh, E.T. Yeah. Uh, there's a scene later on where E.T. is at home while Elliot's at school. Yeah. Uh, the one time we see a girl who probably has a crush on Elliot. No, I think it's a girl Elliot has a crush on. No, she's staring at Elliot several points. It says hello to Elliot when oh, okay. they're at the bus stop. So right. I think she also, I think it's mutual. Okay. There is a crush. All right. I don't know if it seems to be that he also does have a crush on her. Mm-hmm. But that's not even clear to me until halfway through that scene. Yeah. Because he doesn't even like he doesn't acknowledge her like that. Yeah, I mean that's what you would do as a kid. Yeah. You would either be normal about yeah. having feelings for somebody and approach them, or yeah. you would just hide it and become really, really awkward around that person. Yeah. And then that develops into, like, a really weird thing for the rest of your life, and then you get really, 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 really antisocial and, like, start having really gross behavior towards women over time. Yeah. Because you feel awkward. Yep. Yeah. And you can either become a misogynist <laughs> or overcompensating male fans. Yeah. These are your two choices. Yeah. Or, you know, I don't know, go to therapy. Yep. Uh, and become normal. <laughs> yeah. Start from scratch. You're going to become normal. Now. Um, and we get the sequence and uh, <clears throat> Elliot's at school in science class and he's supposed <clears throat> to be a... Uh, Dissecting frog. Yeah. And they're putting cotton balls soaked in chloroform in the uh, jars yeah. soaked in something I'd imagine uh, to kill them slowly yeah and uh, Elliot's like ah, I don't really want to do this it, they're soaked in Spanish fly okay stuff Bill Cosby gave to those <laughs> to make the frogs want to have sex with the kids gotcha yeah okay you yeah, no that's just the stuff that knocked them out <laughs> no Spanish fly doesn't knock you out Spanish fly is actually supposed to make you horny let me look it up I'm 100% on that, dude. You say you're 100% on everything. A lot of things. Yeah, this I'm 100% it doesn't on. mean I trust you on literally anything okay. you say. Okay. I think Bill Cosby would be expert on Spanish Fly, okay? <laughs> I think he would no. know a lot about my Spanish Fly. No, he was Maybe using, like, Rihifnol. I think he would know a little bit more about Spanish Fly. <laughs> Spanish Fly is not, like, a... a something that will incapacitate somebody. It's just supposed to make them horny. No. <clears throat> yeah, it, you're right. It's an aphrodisiac. Yeah, I fucking know. Shut the fuck up. I did research on Spanish flies. I wanted to understand them better. Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, sure, I believe you. Well, like... Uh, no, a little bit too much about these. <laughs> well, like, it was either that or, like, Funky Cold Medina. Because Funky Cold Medina is similar. I don't know what that is. You never heard the the Tone Loke song? Funky Cold Medina? Yeah, man. You overestimate how much like classic hip-hop I listen yeah. to. Uh, it's basically a song about like people getting like drugged at parties and shit. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Like, rappers used to say, though, they still say the worst shit. Actually. No, like, no, 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 no. This song's a, it's a warning about Funky Cold Medina's, uh, actually. Tone Loke's doing a public service. Okay. Just like his voice acting. Yeah. Uh, which, tell them, man, come back to the studios. Get yeah. back on that shit, man. You got, you got a fucking gift from God with that voice. Come on, man. If he's still alive, I have no idea. Tell them, still alive. All right. 
I'll say, you know that? Yeah. You know that one at least? Yeah, he's still alive. I text Tone Loke every once in a while. I was the inspiration for Wild Thing. <laughs> that and the guitar riff. You fucked You fucked with Yeah, back in the 80s when yeah. he wrote that song. Um, it was not even a, a, a fucking sperm in my dad's sack. Yeah. A nut in your mom's eye. <laughs> Jesus. Um. Uh. Where was he? Yeah. Oh yeah, this sequence. Um. And E.T. starts just roaming around the house, mm-hmm. goes over the fridge, he drinks a couple of beers. He opens the fridge with telekinesis. Yeah. Uh, which, this is why, this is where I start to, like, make the link. Yeah. Uh, that they're, they're connected telepathically. Um, so... He starts drinking beers, which make Elliot act drunk in class. Yeah. Which make Elliot, with being drunk in class... Step into the world of power. Loyalty and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. That's kind of leads Elliot to lead like a rebellion yeah. and start fleeing or uh, freeing all the frogs yeah. from the jars. And then reenact the scene from the John Ford film. Okay. The, uh, I think it's The Quiet Man? Uh, where he, gr- where John Wayne grabs uh, the, lead, the lead of that movie and kisses her. He does that to his, his crush. Yeah. And then... So uh, this movie has a lot of is is perfect for uh, how the Fableman, well, Fableman's being Spielberg shot and reflects in his films. What? Stuff in the Fableman's, it's Fableman's being Spielberg's childhood reflects in his films. The movie's perfect for that. Okay. It's got okay. It's got separation, parental separation. Gotcha. You like started a completely different sentence before you went into that one, so I was confused. Uh, John Ford movie. Yeah, that's part. I thought you were gonna say more about the movie, um, and then Gert and uh, Mary, the mom, who we get on like a, a offhand little um, line from Gertrude, because she just calls her mom by the first name. Calls her Mary. Yeah. We okay. We just learned that <clears throat> that uh, Gertie calls her mom Mary. Which I don't... It's probably not disrespect, but maybe just the fact that she's a little girl. Yeah, it's a kid thing. Yeah. Uh, you don't understand it yet. Well, I mean, remember when you uh, found out that your mom or, or your dad weren't... Like, mom and dad weren't their only names? Nope. I legitimately don't recall that. Well, like, that's a thing that, like, baffles kids sometimes. Yeah. They just don't really... Like, it's a new concept, you know? Yeah. You grow up around somebody that's constantly you're like your parents call themselves mom and dad to each yeah. other and shit. So um, that's that's something they don't. Really? We call each other mom and dad to my each other. mom, mom and like when they were talking to me about one another. I would say mom and dad. Yeah. Well, yes, they do that. Okay. Thought you were talking about referring to each other like you just overhearing them conversation. No, no. 
Hello, Mom. Hello, Dad. It's mainly that they're talking to me. Okay. Uh, But they get home from the grocery, and um, E.T.'s, like, walking around. Gertie's trying to introduce E.T. to Mom, but she's... Mom, I want you to meet somebody. Just always, she's she's too distracted trying to get the groceries in the fridge that she does not see him. I I also think that if you have, like, three kids, and, like, two of them are kind of younger, you're just used to somebody running around. Yeah. You just avoid what looks to be oncoming. You don't pay too much attention to what Seems it's doing. Seems to be some kid. Yeah. He is kid-sized. <clears throat> yeah, it's like, oh, it's just fucking Gertie just running around. Some neighborhood kid. Some... Yeah, that yeah. too. Um, yeah, and... Hold on a second, I lost my place. Oh, and then that's when... Um, <clears throat> uh, Gertie and E.T. start watching TV... And that, uh, like, Gertie's repeating what's on the TV, and yeah. then E.T. starts repeating it back, like, letters and words. And that's how he learns to speak. Yeah. Um, and, and then we get the phone home scene. And then she brings him upstairs and is, like, playing with him, and he's, like, brought all this stuff up with him. He's just been gathering things. Yeah. Uh, which, come to find out, are to build a communicating device to his home planet. And, uh, she's hanging out there, uh, and then, uh... When Elliot and uh, Michael get home, they they begin formulating a plan for Halloween. <coughs> yeah. Where they're going to dress up uh, Gertie and E.T. in, like, the same costume, like a ghost costume. And they're going to, like, and it's just going to so they can take E.T. to the woods so they can... Yeah. Uh, so you can see if he his uh, communication device works. Yeah. And, and uh, Ellie and E.T. stay out all night. Which scares the mom. She calls the yeah. police. And uh, he's also, like, wakes up in the cold. Yeah. And uh, E.T.'s wandered off. Yeah. And Elliot finds E.T. in a fucking ditch, basically. Yeah. On a, like, creek bed. Yeah. All frail and sickly and gross looking. Yeah. Uh, gets him back, doesn't know what to do, and then... Uh, they show the mom because they don't know what to do yeah. to heal him, and she freaks out. And, uh, and like, well, she's never she never <laughs> seen ET, so yeah. just that thing freaks her out. Yeah, and so she just gra- like she makes Michael run Gertrude out of the room. Yeah, and then she grabs Elliot yeah. and runs out. And then while she's running out of the house, uh, turns out the G Man who we we've quietly been seen surveilling them. Yeah, throughout. we 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 didn't neglect to mention that. It's yeah. just like. This is the first time the family's in aware of what's happening. Is when they show up out of nowhere and just barge into the house. Yeah. In spacesuits for some reason. Yeah, which I thought was real weird. We too. don't even see them wearing spacesuits. We see them wearing hazmat suits, like after. No, they're not even after that. Yeah, they're wearing full on. It's astronauts who are yeah. invading the home. Exactly. And why? Yeah, I don't, I don't understand. Know why straight up. Like, I wonder if that's like uh, the only interaction with humans that aliens would have had would be astronauts. Maybe it's the only. Interactions and, that uh, that NASA people have with normal people. Oh, that's just that's their uniform for when they go. Here's, yeah. here's a form you feel comfortable with. <laughs> uh, <laughs> most people in the presence of an astronaut don't know what to do with it, wearing just a, a you know tailored suit. It keeps you from sucking our dicks. We are heroes after all. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime we go to a, a newly separated wife, uh, house, we have to wear the space suits so they don't blow us. <laughs> yeah. uh, Jesus Christ! I wonder if like being an astronaut gets you laid. 
at all. Because, like, it's cool, but it's also, like, the nerdiest, most boring shit. They are scientists. Core. Yeah. But, yeah, probably. Yeah. I imagine they actually do, yeah. Maybe after Back they in, go to space? Yeah. Probably not before. Like, I feel like the people that work for NASA don't get laid because they work for NASA. Except for other Why? Because they're nerds? Yeah. Uh, that sounds like nonsense. Most do you genuinely think are the nerds don't get laid? Like, actual, like, smart nerds. Like, nerds in professional fields. Do you really think they don't get laid? I think some of them don't. Yeah, I, don't think, I think that's nonsense as well. Yeah. Nerds who focus on media don't get laid. Yeah, okay. Like, Star Wars nerds, comic book nerds? Oh, you mean, like, traditional nerds? You mean, like, like uh... There's nerds and then there's geeks. Oh, Jesus Christ, this shit. Yeah, let's do that. No, um, no, I those agree. guys. What's like, a smart people are nerds. They get laid. <laughs> the niggas that will do nothing but watch TV and movies? <laughs> and, like, play D&D and shit like that? Yeah. They don't get laid like it. So you're saying geeks don't get laid? They get laid, but, like, it's, like, they're not professional people. Oh, okay. They're not, like, they don't make money doing it for the most they part. They get laid, but it smells like potato chips. <laughs> yeah. This is what you're saying. It smells like potatoes oh, and mountain she dang she, he, he or she thinks she's slick. He. They're all he's. Okay. In this house. He do, he thinks he's slick. He's hiding behind the door. <clears throat> yeah. This is a, a thing they do. I don't really understand. Uh. So, uh... Yeah, Michael wants to go as a terrorist for Halloween, too, which I thought was funny. Yeah. Um, it is, like, a little shit teenager boy thing. Like, what was... Like, a hippie terrorist? Because this is, like, the early 80s. <laughs> trying to think of what kind yeah, of terrorist we're hanging up. It's just a... It's not even in, like, brown face. He just has, like, a beard <laughs> painted on his face. It's more like... <clears throat> dead homeless man? I don't know. Yeah. Well, he puts, dead like... clown? The, he puts the the knife through the head hat on yeah. to like make and ET it nearly not. fucking kills him because he's trying to heal him. Yeah, it's like what what I got scared because I was like, what happens if he heals that? Yeah, does it become real? It just becomes just, a knife in his he skull. Has a knife in his skull. Uh, <laughs> I'm so glad he stopped ET. Yeah, why? So uh, ET can also heal things. He uh, heals a plant. Yeah. Yeah, he Elliot cuts himself when they're trying to make the communicator. Oh yeah, and he, he kills the finger. Me, it's one of those iconic scenes. There's a lots of shots that are iconic to me mm-hmm. uh, in this movie, and we see a lot of them. Yeah. Um. Well, we haven't gotten to yes, when the 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 uh, G-man slash not NASA government people yeah. barge to the home and have quarantined the home, and they got Elliot and E.T. on separate. Because uh, they figure out that they're neurolinked, yeah. like they're, like they're, their DNA is linked or something. Yeah, yeah, they find the DNA eventually. Yeah, um, they do separate eventually. Yeah, Elliot's getting better, ET's getting sick. Yeah, sicklier. Yeah, uh, and it seems like ET has died. Mm-hmm. It seems like all oh, hope is lost, and ET and Elliot's talking to ET one last time. It <clears> seems like ET comes back alive. Yeah. And they I'm not freeze him. Sh- sure, how that happens? Uh, Elliot tells him that uh, he loves him. Yeah. And that's uh, just the power of love. Yeah. Five them. Yeah. Damn, so, this movie is really bad. It that, really. It, this movie inspired that Huey Lewis in the new song. That really is some uh, some cute shit. Yeah, it is. Yeah. 
And it's a movie that is mainly told visually. Yeah. Probably has the best John Williams score of the movies he's watched so far. Uh, like I yeah. Even though it is derivative of Star Wars, at multiple it? points, oh, dude, there's one that's like damn near the intro to Star Wars. I I like this one better than yeah. the Star Wars score. So I maybe. mean, yeah, anything's better than Star Wars. Star Wars side. Yeah. I'm a shit on it. I'm gonna wipe my ass with Star Wars. Yeah. I mean, I'm not big. Well, I'm not big. Maybe I'm not big on Lucas. I haven't seen American Graffiti, so maybe I'm on. Uh, dude, I don't even feel like American Graffiti is that, that like good. I think it's just nostalgia for the fifties. And um, where are we at? Yeah, so we see the planet Gertie gave ET yeah. start to wilt. Um, but then uh, the boys escape with ET's body. Yeah, Elliot cries when he realizes, uh, he, like, fakes crying when, uh, E.T. comes out to sort of cover it up, because he can't get E.T. to shut the fuck up. Yeah. And, uh, because he's an alien and doesn't understand the context. Yeah. And, uh, <clears throat> or how to communicate. And the English. sympathetic government man? Yeah. Comes out, um, tries to help him. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think the government was planning on, like, what was their plans in E.T.? Uh, they were probably going to take him and examine him, whether he died or not. Yeah. They were going to try and keep him alive. Yeah. To, like, get information. Yeah. And then they were going to take him. Yeah. Whether he was alive or dead. And when, I was, when I saw this as a kid, my vague memories watching this as a kid, mm-hmm. I thought they dissected him. I always thought they dissected him, too. <clears throat> they probably would have. I mean, if he was dead, they would have definitely done an autopsy. Yeah. It's funny you say dissect, but we're talking about that, and your button popped on your shirt. Yeah. Popped uh, open. Yeah. Then pop. My fat. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> Don't call yeah, me fat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think about that. Uh, uh, Jesus. Um, bruh. <sighs> yeah? No, cat. Cat, bruh. Stop. Man, how many times do I have to spray you for you to stop with this bullshit, man? Maybe if you let me do it, I can give him stuff. So they steal the van. Michael drives in forward yeah. for the first time. Yeah. Uh, they had a tube, like a quarantine tube, attached yeah. to the back of the van uh, that scientists were actually walking into the van through Yeah. Uh, when they took off. So they're dragging these scientists behind them in this tube, and there's a long chase sequence. Uh, but Michael is told one of his friends to gather the guys in the bikes uh, to meet them at the playground on top of the hill so they can, you know, get E.T. to the uh, communicator to hopefully go home. Because uh, the scientists tell, <clears throat> when they're asking Elliot about the communicator, because the sympathetic uh, scientist has been out to the woods and found it, yeah. um, tells them that it's doing something. We don't know what it's doing, but it's making a lot of noise. Which means that the home planet's confirmed that E.T., you know, is missing and is going to come get him, I guess. And so, uh... This motherfucker. I'm saying. We got the cat. We got it. Yeah. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. (laughs) 
Chumba. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We got it, man. Uh, and so we see, it gives a great sequence of the kids uh, driving on the bikes away from, including a BMX legend. Yeah, Bob Haro. Stunt doubles for the kids. Does, uh, does some of the stunts in this. Along with probably some, like, other old school BMX riders uh, from the 80s. I mean, they were probably racers at this point. Freestyle hadn't really been developed in 82. Um, but racing was, you know, coming to be, especially in California. Uh, I. What? Oh, uh, yeah, you have more stuff to say. No, that was really about it. Okay. Because I know nobody gives a shit. And I'm there's just, not much, like... I was just going to let you do your little BMX um, thing. <laughs> That's why I brought it up. So you could do it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Somebody finds it cute. I guess. Maybe get a new girlfriend. <laughs> Jesus, man. <laughs> Alright. I mean, it doesn't matter now. Like, it, yeah. she's not here right now, so it's, yeah. it's not the worst thing you could say. Yeah. Well, it's not the worst context it could be in, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, maybe get yourself a little BMX honey. No. BMX groupie. BMX, you know, I don't, I don't need a, a ramp tramp. Is that what they're called? <laughs> yeah, a ramp tramp. Is that what they're called? Yeah. Ah, jeez. That's, that's, that's the only term. There's... <clears throat> the concept is no. You know, you have lizards? <laughs> you have <laughs> lizards? Like, uh, it was... There were always girls that would, like, hang out with the group at the skate park and like sometimes would you know date a couple of the skaters or whatever every sub every job and every subculture has these women every job yeah I don't know about every job every single job cause I don't know I didn't really meet too many you don't know the electric lineman women you don't know about this community uh okay no that that I do know about actually yeah cause they risk their lives or whatever yeah so they're real proud of their husbands yeah uh no, I, uh, uh, dude, nobody, there weren't any, like, mailman groupies. It depended on the mailman. Yeah. It depended on the carrier. It's how hot the carrier yeah. was. Yeah. Like, I got flirted with a little bit. Yeah. With, like, you know, moms yeah. and grandmas and shit. Yeah. Uh, there was one mom that, uh, was, like, real kind of flirty with me. Um, that was, like, a little younger, but nothing came of it, of course. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, don't know. yeah. I, you know, the fantasy ran through my head a bunch. Yeah. Like, as a, as a mailman, you get one, you know, conventionally attractive customer. Yeah. It's like, oh, eh, yeah. I'm going to fantasize about this for the rest of my life. Thanks. I'm going to joke about this while I'm, while I'm riding to the next neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> while I'm on my way. <laughs> while I'm walking to the next house, I'm gonna, uh, use the. I'm gonna use the uh, mail to. I'm gonna pretend I'm adjusting my balls, but actuality. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know what is great about a job where you walk a lot? What? It's way easy to adjust your balls while you're walking. Yeah. You I just know. like do the long. The, I know. The like weird wide step. The thing. wobble. Yeah. <laughs> and, like what sucks about it is like you can spot that shit a mile away. Yeah. Uh, it's never as coy as you think it is. No, like, it's never as coy. I would. Uh, I would. At my old job, mm-hmm. which I'm not employed for. We're both unemployed. Yeah. So employers and ladies, <laughs> we're single. 
<laughs> and unemployed. Yeah. Uh, uh, two horrible things. Yeah. Be at the same two time. unappealing things yeah. for any yeah. man to be. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Single man. It depends on who you're talking to. Yeah, but a that, single man but could be appealing to they, certain people. Some people look at a single man and go, "Why are you single?" Oh, uh, guess. You know, there is it. Is there a real reason? Uh, I mean, in both cases, in both our cases, it's not like we're. It's, it's not like we're, we're unemployed. Yeah, we're just unemployed yeah yeah and uh, and our singledom is also not like horrible real actual reasons yeah yeah i guess i hope yeah i hope there's like normal civil reasons uh for me at least you you ended a relationship yeah okay so that's like yeah i'm gonna think that's gross that you ended a relationship yeah i've been single for years but it's not because yeah i'm like i don't think i have a horrible personality horribly awkward Sometimes. Yeah. You can be. Yeah. But it's can't we all. Yeah. Be horribly awkward. Oh, so it's relatable. Yeah, it's very relatable. Especially yeah. nowadays, dude, with Gen Z, they don't know what the fuck they're doing. Yeah. There's, like, they, nobody wants to be a Chad or a Stacy, so they're all trying to be weird and. Yeah. You know. I'm a golden retriever. Oh, I'm just kidding. I'm black. I can't be that. <laughs> oh, you're a golden retriever? You, you know about the golden retriever boyfriend, right? No. It's, it just means, like, white boyfriend. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Just dumb and loyal. Quirky uh, white boyfriend or something. I don't know. Uh, <clears throat> Anyways. And then uh, we get the iconic sequence of the... Of the... Of E.T. making the boys fly in the air on their bikes. Yeah. You get oh, the iconic uh, Amblin uh, Productions... Oh, yeah. ...logo yeah. shot, too. Um, and then they get E.T. back to his home... Got back to his uh, his people ship and they've landed back on Earth. And all the all everybody sees ET say goodbye to the family. Mm-hmm. That's the end of the movie. Yeah, which surprised me. I thought there was an after, like an epilogue, or whatever. Oh. In a modern film, there probably would be. An oh epilogue. yeah, then there'd be an after credit sequence. Yeah. Um. Where ET, we want you to join. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> League of Aliens I was setting up the fucking sequel yeah uh, in the new established franchise that's already sold three movies yep uh, um E.T. was good I, I really loved E.T. looks I, uh, beautiful sounds beautiful is very uh, down to earth very relatable yeah. has yeah. meaning does have meaning everybody can relate to uh, I think being E.T. like feeling like a fish out of water and I think that that... Uh, Only when I get really high do I feel like E.T. Really? I feel like an extraterrestrial. <laughs> <laughs> we so good, I feel like an extraterrestrial. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> I uh, I enjoyed E.T. a lot more than I enjoyed this next film. I'd be floating when I'm on. Kush <laughs> uh, got me... Kush make my finger glow. <laughs> my heart glow. I'm got a red heart in this bitch. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing that uh, I makes me feel love is the Kush. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, you future in this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm single, actually. <laughs> yeah. He's a horrible misogynist. <laughs> Shout out to Future, man. Yeah. How would you give this movie? Oh, I give this a. Uh, Four and a half out of five. I give it a five star. I it's pure visual storytelling. That's pure yeah. cinema to me, especially mm-hmm. that sequence in the in the classroom. I love that sequence. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Wait, which one? The the, the reference to the, the classroom film? sequence. Just the entire scene. Yeah. Okay. 
I, uh, I feel like had I seen this movie as a child in the 80s, like, I get the nostalgia. I yeah. get why people love this film. I, I wish I had seen this as a child. I would, I would have a lot more fondness, of course, if I had seen it prior to this, but, like, I, I would enjoy this film a lot more had I seen it as a child. I yeah. It, like, I have to put myself in the mindset of a child while I'm watching it now. Mm-hmm. Um, is why I give it a 4 out of 5. Mm-hmm. I think that point five is because I'm an adult. So yeah. I don't have that childlike sense of wonder, like, shit coming out with this. Um, yeah. Yeah. Now, uh, we're moving on to Spielberg's, uh... A lesser film. Yeah. Next uh, film. Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, 1984. Yes. Uh, the, the Legion of Doom is not in this film. For uh, reason, the Temple of Doom was making me think of the Legion of Doom. Okay. Uh, the film was okay. influenced by the fact that both uh, Lucas and Spielberg's like marriages and shit were dissolving during this movie. Yeah. So that kind of reflects in the mood of this film. Um, this movie's also way more racist oh, yeah. than even <clears throat> Raiders, which is pretty racist in and of itself. Yeah. I think that's a problem for me with at least these first two. Hopefully they get better at this. Uh, no, they don't. The modern ones, probably, I would hope. Maybe the one from 89? Maybe? No. I think I don't think they get the better until The next one's from 89. Huh? I don't think they get better until LaBeouf. That's weird. LaBeouf hasn't gotten better. <laughs> well, yeah. LaBeouf was a better person back then, actually. Maybe. Uh, yeah. To at least his public persona. Yeah. Uh, it before he put on the bag. Yeah. Nobody loved me until I put on the bag. <laughs> uh... No, everybody quit loving him when he put on the bag. I, I quit loving him when he bought the megaphone at the police auction. Can't remember what That's an even Stevens joke. Yeah. From a plot line that may be flawed. Uh, or that may be... Uh, uh, she may be me misremembering. Yeah, recollected incorrectly. Yeah. Recollected incorrectly. Yeah. That's a fun one. Alright. Say that, please. No. Just try it. It's uh, not that fun. It's hard. I'm not, I don't care that it's not funny, it's just hard. Recollected incorrectly. Mm. Spectacular vernacular. Alright. Uh, do you want to do that Black Alicious alphabet rap? Is that what you want to do? Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, I know exactly what you're talking about. You want to sing it just like uh, Fucking, uh, Harry Potter did? Uh, uh, what it? What's it? How's it go? I can't remember. Uh, fuck! Aren't it all amazing? Yeah, yeah. That was that was kind of fun. Yeah, I uh, you know that uh, Harry Nielsen song you heard in my car like a few days ago, "Me and My Arrow." Yeah. Uh, Black Alicious has a, a song that they sample that with, and it's uh, it's lovely. Uh-huh. I, uh, it was kind of funny. I, I don't know if Spotify did this, uh, like if the algorithm has like information on this, but I heard the Black Alicious song a lot on my Spotify, and then on another uh, Spotify like radio or like mix, it played the Harry Nielsen song, and I was like, "Ooh, this is where that song. That's cool. Nice. Um, I love that shit. Though. Yeah. Like hearing a song and then knowing, like learning about the samples. Yeah. Or uh, what's really fun. I don't, I, most of the time it's like 
hearing the old songs and recognizing them for the samples. Yeah. But the best, the best is when you hear a new song with a sample from a song you know, and you remember the old song yeah. in the new song. That makes you feel cool. Yeah. Yeah. See, these are these are you know things you get to experience as a, a white hip hop head. Okay. Uh, being an old old hip hop head. Uh, All right, let's get back to this movie. Yeah. So we just get over get, get over just and done with. Fucking yeah. All right. Uh, so the plot of this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Indiana Jones. This is a prequel, actually, to Raiders. Yeah. In nineteen eighty five, it starts in nineteen thirty. Nineteen thirty five. Sorry. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh yeah, we didn't talk about it. When E.T. came out, it was the highest chosen movie of all time. Yeah. Followed up, and then Spielberg followed up with this movie, which was the highest chosen movie of its year. Hmm. So Spielberg was just caking up. Yeah. He was. I wonder if he's the billionaire director. <clears throat> yeah, he was a sure bet. Yeah. At this point. Um, he had never had a financial, uh, yeah, financially successful movie. Yeah, financially Yeah, even nineteen forty one. Like, even though it sucked, it made it, back its budget. Oh yeah. hell yeah! It didn't do as well as others, but it didn't bomb either. Yeah. Um, which I guess is all you can ask for. Yeah. In the industry, you know, um, Spielberg though. I again. These movies are so surface level. <clears throat> yeah. There's yeah. nothing deeper than what it is. Yeah. I mean, you can see the moods of its directors in it, and how mm-hmm. mean it is, how how mean he is with his male, his female lead. Yeah. People did say this. Yeah. Now, should think about it, when you hear that both Spielberg and uh, and Lucas are going to do divorces at the times, uh, you can tell that with the way the female character is incredibly annoying the entire mm-hmm. movie. I didn't think about that. She does nothing. Yeah, she does. It. She's nothing but a, a she nuisance. Literally, does not help. Yeah. Like, she does not help. She does not She help. doesn't draw a punch. Yeah. She doesn't, fuck, she just screams. Yeah. She only makes, she makes things harder. Yeah. Like, she has to be saved. Watching this film next to Javon while she's doing this stupid shit on screen. Yeah. It's fucking annoying. <laughs> All you did was yell at this lady through yeah. the screen. It's uh, annoying. Yeah, I'm so no, black. I what do I do? Not going to yell? <laughs> well, we're not at the theater. Okay. <laughs> We're in my home. Ah, I, like, I gotta say it for the theater now. Now, you can't do it in the white man's home. <laughs> you can do it in the public theater. I, this is I'm, I, I regret everything that just came out of my mouth. Yeah, but it's on record. Um, I am so sorry, <laughs> black community. I I. Uh, you said the blacks community. Did you hear that? Did you hear him say the blacks? <laughs> <laughs> Folks, did you hear him say the blacks? Yeah, the blacks community that they own. <laughs> that's you know located in a separate location than the whites community <laughs> due to redlining right. uh, saved right. it saved it with a buzzword alright <laughs> <laughs> if only uh, the politically incorrect Rolodex the, the, the politically <laughs> correct uh, dictionary I uh, if only it was that easy uh, to you know cover up that shit in politics yeah um and we get future Oscar winner, Kai Quinier. Oh, yeah. As a short round. His uh, second most iconic role after the dad from... Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh... Which I don't care what, I don't care what you say. Maybe somebody else deserved it more. Shut the fuck up. It's beautiful that that man won. Yeah. He's good in that movie, too. It's a cute movie, and he's good yeah, in it. Yeah, he's, he actually is really good. 
He also did a lot of the choreography yeah. and his own stunts. Exactly. Like, you know. and he's, a, he's a choreographer, and he was like a co-director on films by legendary uh, Hong Kong director <clears throat> Wong Kai Wong Kai Wai Wong Kai Wai. Yeah. Uh, the sequel to In the Mood for Love, twenty forty six. I uh I like to say that director's name when I get uh into someone else's vehicle. To myself. Wong Kar Wai. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Wong. I might be saying that wrong. Yeah. Wong Kai. Wong Kai Wai. I assume you are. Let me look it up. Uh, Asian, specifically like, Eastern Asian names are difficult. Yeah. Uh, to to figure out, they use a lot of the similar sounds. Wong Kar. Okay. Use use. Wong Kar Wai. Yeah. Yeah. I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, it it involves Indy escaping from um from a dangerous situation in Shanghai. Yeah, which uh, opens up with a, probably the best sequence in the movie. <clears throat> Not that racist. Yeah, it's the least racist. It's cute. Yeah. It's uh, it's the famous Broadway song from the nineteen thirties. Anything goes. Yeah. And uh. In Mandarin. Yeah. Kate Capshaw, the actress that plays Willie Scott, the film, the film's lead fo- uh, lead love love interest. Mm-hmm. Which also, the, the romance between these two characters so developed. The bonding scenes, all that. <laughs> it's so beautiful. It's And not just like forced because they're the only two white people on screen for the majority of the film. It's such a fucking, like, abusive, just yeah. exploitative relationship. They do like, nothing but scream and yell at each other for the majority of the movie. But they both want to fuck each other. Yeah. It's like, randomly in the castle, all of a sudden. Yeah. Now they want to fuck. Yeah. It's gross. Yeah. Also, like... He yeah. saves her, but it's like... Yeah. Um... And then... I don't know. It's just like, it's nothing. Yeah. It's not really a romance. But I guess he's, like, Bond for this shit, so... Yeah. It is Bondy. Yeah. This one's definitely... Definitely feels a lot more like a James Bond... Yeah. ...than the... Than, um, Raiders. Yeah. Um... Also, there's... Not just because of the, uh... The setting of the... Or the sexism. Oh, yeah, the sexism. Ah, the sexism. Yeah. Ah, sexism. Yeah. Nostalgically, obviously. Yes. Remember, I wish I could be sexist. (laughs) Could you... Bruh, if you went back in time, do you think you would be sexist? Like, more sexist than you are now? Just... I I would like to think now. Okay. I feel Damn! Like, I feel like if you went back in time, Bob, and like Bobby's stayed admitting, in the 60s, Bob was, Bob was this admitting. isn't a want that I want to. This is not something I want to do. This is something I feel like would happen though. If you went back in time and you stayed in a different period, I feel like you would just you would take on their values. Not you would take on their values, especially being a man, because you just get treated that way. It would be normal. Yeah, but there were the people time. around the, at the time that didn't act that way. Yeah, but a very small minority. But you're saying just because you wouldn't be able to fight, like I would the try urge to not act like everybody else. I, I mean, like I would of course do my part, but I feel like it'd be very easy to get caught. Yeah, up you it would, but you, you gotta continue not to yeah. act that way. But also, like I feel like it wouldn't matter because the space time continuum would kind of like fall apart once I go back in time and start altering shit by trying to like wokeify the 60s you know <laughs> while I'm getting sprayed with a hose 
Uh, you saying you would participate in the civil rights movement? Yeah, but damn, Bobby's yeah. the ultimate ally. He time travels so he yeah. can participate in the fucking civil rights movement. Hey, yo. Damn, he time travels so he can attend uh, the watch the march on Washington. Yeah. Fuck out of here. I do the I traveled back in time to, to throw the first break. The- yeah. <laughs> Uh, we'll take it away from a black trans woman. Yeah. That's beautiful. <laughs> um, shout out to Marsha P. Yeah. Uh, it's, what's her last name? Is it Johnson? I don't. I always I always remember Marsha P, but I can't remember her last name to save my life. Yeah. Her face is ingrained in my head though. Yeah, it's just a milkshake. But uh, this girl said I make the best caramel iced coffees. Yeah, it's just a milkshake. Yeah. Yeah, there's no... Is there liquor in that? Those instant coffee things, so Cinnamon Toast Crunch is even an option. It's just... You're, make, you're just making milkshakes. Yeah, pretty much, man. I remember uh, Conan O'Brien talking about how he <laughs> makes coffee and it's just that type of shit at home. I know. It's like, yeah, you just eat milkshakes yeah. first thing in the morning. I don't really... I don't... Like, uh, my Starbucks order is, like, the closest to that, and all it really is is, like, cream. Like, yeah. sweet cream. Yeah. And some vanilla syrup. Yeah. Um, and I still, I, dude, I have to, like, I have to lower it. I can't do the, like, how it comes. Yeah. It's, like, four, uh, like, four pumps of syrup. Yeah. I have to go to, like, two or three. Yeah. But that's the only way I can drink Starbucks cold brew, is if there's something in it. I'm not a coffee person. No. I don't like no. coffee. I, uh, I enjoy the coffee. It's one of my mini vices. Short rounds, let's, alright, so this movie's very racist. Yes. Uh, from the villains. Yeah. From the, the, the. Let's talk about the dinner scene. Let's talk about the, the biggest race racist set okay. piece of the film. Okay. For getting the explanation for who the villains are. Yeah. Actually, do you want to talk about the plot? <clears throat> you want to explain the plot? Uh, this so is a bit difficult, and you have notes, so yeah, please read okay. them. So. They're in Shanghai. Uh, Indy has a meeting with. Uh, Lao, hold on a second, I wrote his last name somewhere, uh, Lao Chan? It's Lao Chan. Lao Chan? Lao Chi? Let me look it up. Ah, fuck, what is his name? Lao Chi. Yes, Lao Chi. Lao Chi. Lao Chi, yeah. So Lao Chi, um, we don't really get any understanding of what he is or does. He's just some gangster man. Yeah, he's just some gangster. You can gangster. just assume okay. he's just right. some crime lord. Uh, he's some crime lord, and... Uh, so, Indy has... Uh, the Nahashi? The remains of a emperor named Nur- Nurhachi. Yeah. Of uh, an ancient Chinese emperor. He was a real guy. Yeah. Uh, he found them... And he promised them to Lao Shea. Yeah. For exchange in exchange of diamond, but Lao Shea being a duplicitous gangster mm-hmm. tried to send his henchmen to like to like steal kill. it. Yeah. And Indy ended up harming one of his henchmen who was his son. Who yeah. was Lao Shen uh, Lao Shea's son. And uh, so they do the exchange and then they try to hold up Indy, uh, for um uh, they try to take back the diamond and uh, the Nahachi's ashes. And, um, they get on a plane 
he flees, gets on a plane, escaping Laoshe, and it turns out it's Laoshe's plane. Yep. Um, that plane takes them to India, presumably. Uh, it was actually, I think it was like, they, okay. So they're close to India, China? They're close to India. I think they're in China. Still, but in like close to India. Because they, they have to get to India. Because the pilots who were Lao Shea's henchmen. Oh, yeah, they bail. They parachute out of there. Yeah. So it, it will crash on them. Oh, yeah. And they dump all the fuel from the plane, too. Yeah. So they can't even figure out how to fly and get where they need to go. Yeah. And then they crash right outside of India. Yeah. And then where they crash, these uh, old men kind of. This uh, chain of old men kind of direct them where to go, and they follow the path to the next old man. Um, that winds them up in the village, and then the village uh, is kind of understanding of who he is. There's uh, another archaeologist in the village, um, Ball. Right? Wait, what? They run to another uh, archaeologist, right? No. No. They don't mean another. This isn't. They don't mean another archaeologist in this. Are you, are you talking about that guy that uh, they meet? <clears throat> yeah. That's part of the Dougie cult, eventually? That is a part of the Dougie cult, eventually? Yeah. yeah, I think so. I don't think he's an archaeologist. Huh. What's his name? Um, you mean Chatalao? That's the Prime Minister of the Maharaja of Pankot. Okay, yeah, yeah. That, that is correct. I just misunderstood. Okay, so... I, I'm assuming it's almost like a shaman-type character. One of the old men. One of the old wise yeah. men. Uh, explains the situation that the um, Sankara stone has been uh, stolen. Yeah, one of the Sankara stones. Yeah, but for their village in particular. Yeah, their uh, Sankara stone. Which is the, just... The, the stone that kind of protects, protects their village. Yeah. Uh, stone's been stolen. Their village has gone to shit. They've stolen all the... They've captured all the children. Um, and they give the, the explanation of what the stone represents. Or like, you know, the stone and what it is. And that it's missing. And they have an idea of where it is. Um, and they're introduced to the Maharaja or no they're explained that uh, the people of Sankot uh, the Maharaja ordered this is like responsible for the theft right because he runs um, Sankot wait No, they're told about the Dougie by the... We're not talking about the Thuggy yet. We're talking about why they go to Sanko. Yeah. I think they just find themselves there. What? Don't they just find themselves in... No, they travel. In that village? They find themselves in the village. Yeah, that's what I mean. But the village... Tells them about the stone. Which was stolen by the Sanko people. 
Yeah. Which is why they must travel to Sanko to steal okay. it back yeah. from the Maharajan. Yeah. Who has ordered the theft. Um, and this kid who is seemingly dying, this young boy, uh, runs up and tells... Uh, he gives Indy a piece of paper, like an old piece of cloth, yeah. Yeah. ancient piece of cloth showing the uh, image of the... Uh, Shiva. Shiva. Yeah. Um, and so uh, the, the kid explains that he was captured so are all the other kids and yeah. he just happened to escape yeah um so they're like oh okay we gotta go steal this back and free these kids so they go um and I think they're basically uh trying to get home and the village is like yo we'll help you get home if you do this for us yeah and uh Willie kinda is just captured at this point Willie's just the lead singer of the production of Anything Goes. Yeah. And uh, is basically just friends with the mob boss. <coughs> or the gangster well, she worked guy. for him. She worked for his club. Uh, oh, it was his club. Okay, yes. That makes sense, though. Club Obi-Wan. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cute little reference to Star Wars. Yeah. In the film, a film made by the... Uh, yeah. Cute little reference. It's not... What? Done several times throughout these fucking movies. We get the point. Hey, why does that anger you? We're just fucking... I don't know. I just don't care. Like, the, the Yoda... The kid in the Yoda's costume um, and all the Star Wars references in E.T. kind of pissed me off. Damn. It's just fucking... Man, I mean, listen, these references are omnipresent now, but between two friends, I think it's fine. It's yeah, small. but, like, dude, the fact that it led to this culture of, like, reboot bullshit and, like... Oh, uh, so you just resent it? Yeah, I'm just resentful of these fuckers and their, like, nostalgia. And, yeah. And, like... Their nostalgia... The, this movie is, a is like, a product of their nostalgia. It's a product of their nostalgia that influenced more people with lame-ass nostalgia. Yeah. That's influenced our fucking... People with less technical ability. Yeah, culture this just... This movie at least has good action sequences, yeah. despite its significant racism, which is... Racism is influenced by the fact... That they didn't update any parts of the original movie, and then an inability, or not even not just an inability, but an unwillingness to adapt. Yeah, aspects of things that you are uh, fucking nostalgic about mm-hmm. is something that even affects the modern versions of these movies. Yeah, these nostalgia-driven <clears throat> movies. I mean, they didn't even want to correct the script when most of India wouldn't allow them to shoot. Yeah, they couldn't, they were not allowed to shoot in India because they read the script and I'm like, this shit is so goddamn yeah, racist. they were like, you, you gotta, we, you paint us as, as cultists. Yeah, we get the final say in the script and they were like, nah, fuck that, we'll go somewhere else. Yeah. Let's not update our, let's not, you know, learn about these cultures uh, to, you know, benefit both sides. Let's, uh, Let's just fucking do what we want to. And Hired we, white people to write the script. Yeah. Who knew something about Indian culture and that's it. They went to a yoga class. Yep. Their parents were a part of that. They got Indian, Indian tattoos. Yeah. Their parents were a part of that Indian cult in L.A. in the 70s. Oh, yeah. <laughs> was that L.A.? No, you mean like, was that L.A.? It started out in L.A. Wild Wild Country? I don't know, maybe. I don't know. Like, I think it was just like California. California is pretty much LA. No, it's other places in, in California. Uh, did you hear a hurricane's going to hit California? Wait, a hurricane has? A hurricane is going to hit. So oh, no shit. Hurricane Hillary. Yeah. 
Yeah, everyone's made but her emails yeah. already on Twitter. Oh, okay. I mean, I've seen them already. That's unfortunate. Yeah, sucks. Yeah. Too bad it doesn't, it isn't going to go close to Maui. At least not Hurricane Trump mm. or Hurricane Bernie. Yeah. It's the, it's the one that sabotaged. <coughs> the hurricane that sabotaged uh, Hurricane Hillary. You know, Hurricane Hillary is going to be followed up by a, a smaller, uh, less daunting hurricane. Um, Jill. Joe Biden? Jill. Uh, that was wrong. Who? Kamala Harris? Uh, I was saying Jill. Like, uh, Jill Stein. Um, but I was really trying to do, uh, who's the old white lady that was running for president that didn't really have much policy backing up her ideas? She just would, like, say some vague, like, kind of appealing stuff to... Oh, on the glasses? Yeah. The one that, uh, said she was Native American until recently? <laughs> yeah. Uh... I forgot about that, yeah. Warren? Yeah, yeah. Liz. Yeah. Uh. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they they go to the Maharaja's palace yeah. and they have dinner with him mm-hmm. where everything they eat is uh, animals. Yeah. All of it is just increasingly gross foods and that was that was, and when you look up the behind mm-hmm. the scenes that was the basic idea. Yeah. It's increasingly gross gross they, foods. Monkey brains for dessert. Snake surprise? Which yeah, is which like is eels. A, so yeah, it's a snake. It's a dead snake stuffed with eels. Live yeah. eels. Yeah. Uh, I thought there were snakes at first, but I think you're right. I yeah. think they were eels. Um, that makes more sense. Um, they were slang. Eyeball soup? Yeah, eyeball soup. Um, what do they eat at first? Oh, there's like beetles. Just yeah. Fucking just cooked beetles, I guess. I don't fucking know. Yeah. And they're eating all this nasty shit so that uh, they can keep the audience's attention while they do the exposition. And it's just like, it's the most racist scene in the movie. Yeah. Just, oh, Indians eat weird food. Yep. When it's like, dude, in 82, there were Indian restaurants in America. Yeah. By this point. Yeah. Like, you could get some, like, tikka masala type shit. Yeah. Like, bruh, everybody knows Indian food's delicious. Yeah. It's flavorful, it's spicy, and, it, you know, may mess your insides up, but, like, it's it's a lovely yeah. culture and cuisine. It's fucked up. This movie, um... You know, God forbid they just, like, you know, show a scene where Willie just engorges herself on non. Exactly. You know? Like, realistically, what would happen? For real. Like, bruh, if I'd been through all that shit, you know how many fucking pieces of non I'd eat? Yeah. Dog. Dog. Uh, anyways... You have to put a third A. We get the icon... In non. I skip ahead to some shit. Yeah. Why go when they see the when they see the sacrifice? Oh yeah. Which I used, which he says, um, Kali Ma. Yeah. As he pulls the the dude's heart out. Yeah, of his chest. Which is still beating. Yeah. And then they sacrifice <clears throat> him to a fire pit. Yeah. Which sets his whole person aflame, including his still beating heart. So I yeah. guess his heart, his still beating, was still attached to his person. It was like E.T. and Ellie. weird, mystical way. Yeah, it was like E.T. and Ellie. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh... His heart could feel what his body felt. And I just I used to do a bit based off Kali Ma where I didn't know it was Kali Ma, so I used to say stigmata, <laughs> which is that thing, which is the hole in Jesus' hand from getting crucified. <laughs> you know, that actually kind of works, though. A little bit. What? Because it's a hole. 
Yeah. You know? Yep. So you're not too far off, I guess. Uh, at least you weren't like, uh, stigmatism. Uh, <laughs> uh stigmatism. Dysphoria. <laughs> Cleft palate. Cleft foot. <laughs> Uh, chef palate. <laughs> you, you did it wrong. Chef salad. Chef salad. I said chef's palate. Yeah, you said, I'd like to order a chef's palate. Yeah. Yeah. I like, would, uh, like I would taste palate. all the different flavors. Yeah, I want to be able to name flavors. Yeah. Dude, shit. Umami. This has very umami. Yeah. I fucking hate. Uh, dude, I, man, I've been using MSG so much recently. Fucking put that shit on everything, dude. Just yeah. make food taste good. Yeah. Bring back MSG, y'all. I'm tired of MSG towers giving us cancer. <laughs> dude, uh... There's too much fluoride toothpaste in MSG towers. And, uh... uh you should not get vaccinated. <laughs> um, End of my rant. When I was uh, working at Spectrum, uh, people, like, were afraid of 5G. Yeah. Um, which like doesn't make any sense either yeah. way, because uh, uh, modern like Wi-Fi can function on a five gigahertz uh, band yeah. frequency, uh, which doesn't do anything. It's just like a, a more intense band. It's just like bigger and uh, yeah. it doesn't go as far, but it's bigger and just allows for faster connectivity and uh, well faster uh, internet movement. And uh, people are, like, freaking out about, like, 5G, like, fifth-generation LTE, like, uh, mobile data, uh, which is still basically just radio frequencies. Um, but that has more concern, because it's, it's more massive. Yeah. Um, that, like, to me, uh, warrants a little more concern for cancer, because it is on a wider scale. Yeah. But even then, it's still radio frequencies which have been used since like the end of the 1800s successfully without any sort of you know uh, complications to humans yeah and um, <clears throat> people would like call in every once in a while and like talk to you about 5g causing cancer and shit and they're like motherfuckers y'all don't even know like this is just radio man just radio and uh yeah that's all that's the end of my man yeah Ugh. So, uh, they witnessed the sacrifice, and Indy tries to stop it, right? No. Uh, then they're like, they get caught. Yeah. Yeah, they get caught. No, because Indy steals the stones. Yeah, it they sort of end the ceremony, and Indy sneaks down, starts stealing the stones. Um, and then they capture Indy here hold on a second Capture Indy as he steals it. Um, 
but he, they find out that those kids have been enslaved, basically searching for these other two stones that have been hidden yeah. um, in this area. And they're also, it seems to be like mining too, yeah. for diamonds as well. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> so they pour the blood of Kali from some fucking disgusting ass skull in the Indy's mouth. He spits it out. It's what makes first. people evil. Yeah. It's what, and it like makes them into zombies Turns to yeah. follow their will. Yep. And, uh. And again, we get like a drug. Yeah. Dr- like withdrawal sequence starring Indy. And, um, Perfect. then they capture Willie and they're gonna sacrifice Willie because she's a white woman. Not because she's a virgin, we can assume. Uh, oh, top. Uh, no, that was, yeah. Uh, and uh, Short Round um, tries to, you know, save Indy, as yeah. he does. And uh, Indy, like, knocks Short Round over while he's in, like, under the drug, under the spell yeah. of the drug or whatever. And so uh, Short Round, like, burns him with a torch. And <clears throat> uh, I guess that's when Indy hits him, actually. And then... Uh, uh, short rounds like yelling to him he's like Indy you're my best friend I love you and that kind of takes Indy out of the trance or yeah. like kind of brings him to uh, no he gets knocked over and think that's what that's what does it uh, okay yeah I don't think that's what does it I think, I think it's just at the same time then yeah okay and then um, so Indy grabs short round and is like I'm, I'm back this is the real me I guess just letting him know that he's acting and then just to create a diversion and uh or to like make him think he's you know still under it and then um throws uh he acts at uh kind of starts fighting uh the thumbies i guess that are yes. there trying to continue the ritual uh, and he throws them off the fucking uh edge into the lava pit uh, and saves short round um winds Willie's body back up she's being like she's in a contraption uh basically harnessed in being lowered into the lava pit and uh Indy's like rolling her up <coughs> for the years um excuse me And once they get her up, they start freeing the kids. Um, but the Maharaja has a voodoo doll of Indy. A uh, short round fights with the Maharaja and knocks the Maharaja out of the trance as well. And the Maharaja uh, helps them by telling them like, what tunnel to take. Um, yeah. And then they go on the minecart chase. Yeah. Indy stops it with his foot. Um, then they cut the rope bridge later, and everybody, uh, all the thuggies die, fall into the river, and then they return home with the fucking stone, and they set the village free, <clears throat> and that's the end of the story. Um, and, uh, this movie's like three stars for us. Yeah, I'm gonna give it two and a half. Yeah. Just cause I had to sit through it. Yeah. It's man. I, I'd say the action was was decent. Yeah, 
it. But like the fact that it is so surface level, there's uh -huh. nothing deeper to it. There's not. It's not saying anything. Yeah. The fact that it's so racist, it's so sexist. Yeah. It's not funny. It's not funny Seriously. to me either. Willie's just she. She's just an annoyance. Yeah, she's just annoying. Yeah, she's a she's, nuisance. Yeah, that's all she is in this film, and it, it's just. I don't know. I. uh... I just, like, I, part of me wants to say that if I was, like, able to see this in theaters, I might be more entertained. You know? I mean, that, I feel like if I was, I saw this in theaters, yeah, I, I don't, I'm not exactly, I might actually affect it. If I yeah, was in a theater, yeah. yeah. If, I was in the, if I was at the time, yeah. and I wasn't me, and I didn't have my opinions, and actually noticed sexist yeah. shit and, and racism in movies, mm -hmm. maybe that would play a part in it, too. <clears throat> yeah. But I can't ignore it. No, no, no. Who I am. It's so bland. And to know that India didn't want them to film there because of the script yeah. is just like, ah, uh, yeah. And of course, this was the highest person to do the nice Yeah, y'all were warned, man. Y'all, you know, they offered to help. Yeah. They were going to take the final cut, man. Like, shit. Could have had a, a winning, like a fucking educational situation for all of us. Yeah. Instead, you just kept the story that you had written that was already paid for. Um, now I'm supposed to be like, this is, but it looked how technically good it is. Yeah. I, I still don't feel right about it. Like, it does show Spielberg's talent. I'll give it that. Yeah. In his ability to make a film, but like, can't forgive some of this shit. You also can't forgive the, the, just really lazy story writing of having a character that always succeeds. At the end of the day, that is, you know. I mean, that's a lot of franchises. Yeah. I think the problem... I guess is, the way it's done. Yeah, it's matters of how it's done. Yeah. That's not really the problem. I, I just hate the... You see Andy's the just not that going. charming to me either. Yeah. He's just a grumpy guy. Andy's a fucking asshole. He's an asshole, yeah. And it's not even like an anti-hero. No. Like, he's just sort of a shitty dude. It's not funny mean either. Yeah. And, yeah. I don't know, like... I don't idolize Indy... No. And I, I don't like the I didn't watch it as a kid series. Yeah. yeah. I don't like the bullshit serials this is based off of. It, it's just I don't know. It's executed beautifully. I'll give it that. It's visually appealing. It's a well made story. The fucking stunt work and the sets and stuff are good, but man man I'd I'd give the whole Indiana Jones franchise. You haven't finished it. So I wouldn't say that. Just based on uh, the first two. No, I'd give that up for, like, some better films. Yeah. I would, right. uh... Like... Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Anyways, next week we're not doing kids' movies. <laughs> okay, cool. We're doing a little tribute to the recently departed... Uh... Same generation as Spielberg director. Mm -hmm. William Friedkin. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, by watching two of his still bad classics, Cruising, great, great. Uh, from 1981, and 2011's Killer Joe, a movie that has haunted me since I saw the ending as a, when I was in uh, high school. <laughs> um, I've seen it. I've seen it since, but yeah, in full. I uh, I don't know. I I, I don't think I'm gonna like any of the Andrew Jones, man. Well, maybe maybe the dirt wants to charm. Who knows? I'm not. I'm not confident. All right, we'll I see. Have, I have no. I have low expectations. Well, can't wait to see him. Uh, I know the premise. I haven't seen. I've seen Killer Joe, but I, I know yeah. the premise of Cruising. Uh 
uh, which I, I think is uh, uh, Al Pacino as a cop who goes to catch a serial killer goes undercover in the gay community. Oh, okay. Which is why it's called Prison. Prison, yeah. Well, we'll see. Yeah. But that's like uh, Al Pacino gay is cool. That's a yeah. fun. That's a fun. Uh, I'm gay. <laughs> Wow! Dick in my ass. Yeah. Okay, that sucked. I don't like that. I said that one. Yeah, you did it. Yeah. Uh, this has been 2004 podcast. Obviously, we're very tired. Say Bye. Hello to my little friend who's, who's also homosexual. Smoochie, smoochie. Smoochie, boochies. <laughs>